You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're you're tuned in to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati, the top podcast covering the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Hosted by Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata at Odyssey Sports Podcast. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. I'm Lindsey Patterson, Mike Santagata. Mike, it feels like the Bengals just played a game and we're recording a post-game episode after a loss because the emotions so far this season, and you could say that a little bit last year, they're so up and down all over the place. You see the 0-2 start, they get off to a hot start. This offense is rolling. It's one of the top in the NFL right now when it comes to exciting offenses. And then we get the news a couple hours ago that Jamar Chase, it's sources, reports that uh, he could be out for an extended period of time. Some are saying four to six weeks. How are you doing? Uh, I'm accepting challenges as gifts right now. You know, this is, uh, you know, we all work through it, different phases. Uh, but no, I mean, it's um, it's frustrating. And he is the driving force of the offense. Second most player, second most player, second most important player on the offense behind Joe Burrow. I don't think this kills them necessarily. They should still be able to produce at least a league average offense, but it does probably limit their upside. I don't know if they can be a elite offense without Jamar Chase, but do they need to? And we can get into that. Yeah, uh, you know, you think about what this team has done over the last couple of weeks and the defense still has a lot of talent and we are not going to be talking defense heavy, maybe more in our prediction of the game against the Cleveland Browns and how that's going to help them too. But at the same time, yeah, you lose a guy like Jamar Chase and at times this season, it felt like it was, he was the guy. He was the guy Joe was trying to find on the field. He's obviously the top targeted player on this offense and it's really scary when you have a healthy Jamar Chase, a healthy T Higgins, a Tyler Boyd out there, even Hayden Hurst, if your run game gets going with Joe Mixon, it's a different offense and you know you 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 look ahead to this Browns game and you know Denzel Ward could be out and you think about that matchup what that was going to look like with Jamar Chase and you really take advantage of that you know it's almost just a look ahead to this Monday night football game and then it just feels like a dagger to think one of your most exciting players who we saw score two touchdowns, two very exciting touchdowns while playing injured against the Falcons and think, whoa, they're going to be without him for a period of time. And one of the things that they had last year with them and, and with this team, mostly not when it comes to the offensive line, but the weapon room is, is health, you know, health, health was on their side. And 
you know, it's, it's, it's easy to look back and feel frustrated on games when you had the health, um, you know, they were without T Higgins and two of their losses, but at the same time, you know, it was a couple games and I think what's scary and not, I'm going to be, I'm going to get optimistic, but right now we've just got to talk about our feelings. We have to get out the first part. And what's a little scary about it is we're not doctors. We really don't know how long Jamar is going to be out. Um, They haven't put him on the IR and the optimism is, Hey, they're not saying surgery right away. So that's semi exciting um, that it doesn't sound season ending, but a lot of it has to heal and Jamar feels fine, but the photos say otherwise on what's really going on. And of course, one thing that a player does when he hears an extended period of time is they're going to go get other opinions. And that's one thing that Jamar Chase is doing. Him not being there today was pretty much, uh, it was a pretty big sign to think, okay, there's a little more to this than, than what we thought it would be because we talked about it last week on the podcast with Jamar being limited if that was going to impact anything anyone he went in practice maybe limited at times but played in a full game left early going into halftime but came back to finish the game and it's just there's so many different ways to look at it and and what that means but we just have a lot of unknowns for him in this season yeah well um this team hasn't really played without him so we have a lot of hypotheticals about what you know, what it could look like, um, probably less explosive. Uh, they're probably not going to be able to spam their favorite double go 989 play as often, but <clears throat> we don't know. I mean, this is what coaches and quarterbacks get paid for to be able to win through adversity like this. I, I know I believe in Joe Burrow. I, I'm pretty, I'm in between on Zach Taylor. I think he does good stuff. And then sometimes there's head scratching decisions. We always talk about it. Um, this is where he proves people wrong, right? This is where Zach Taylor can take a step forward and show everybody, I don't need that guy to produce a good offense and to win games. If they go 2-0 and into the bye without Jamar Chase. I mean, that's huge for them, getting to, what, 6-3 and three at the at the bye. That's that's nice. That's And these are two very winnable games with or without Jamar Chase. And uh, you kind of wish you had DJ Reader back, so there would only be one major injury right now. It sounds like Logan Wilson will be back, which is great news. So it will at least only be two major injuries, I, I hope. But um, they are two, two top I'll, – I'll be conservative and say two top three players on each side of the ball. So can the defense has been able to not – be as good as they were, but perform without reader. Can the offense do the same without chase? And we'll see starting Monday. Yeah. And and the thing is, we talked about it going into the season, you know, maybe added wide receiver depth. When you look at wide receiver, number four, who number four could be, there is obviously going to be, I feel like it's going to be Mike Thomas and Trent Taylor, who are going to be that wide receiver number three. Going into Monday Night Football, I don't see them bringing in another body in the next couple of days. We get into Friday tomorrow, a travel day Sunday. They'll have a light walk through Saturday morning. Then they play Monday Night Football. I could be proven wrong because this front office has done some crazy things over the last couple of years in a very positive, good way to help the team, knowing this is a win now window for them. Um, but if there were a trade possibility, I'll get into those in just a moment. I, I feel like that would happen after. 
after this game and after Jamar Chase hears from more specialists so they can get a better timeline. If this is something that we're not doctors, I mean, I, I believe me, I'm I'm all about reading the optimistic side of people saying my family member or my brother's sister had a hip injury and this is how long they were. Nobody really knows. And yes, Jamar Chase isn't a human, so maybe he'll he'll heal faster, but we do not know on the medical side what's really going on with Jamar Chase's hip. You know, you hope for the best. And as you mentioned, if you go 2-0 and into your body, you get that extra week of rest. And I think a lot of people on social media are a little confused with how the IR, short-term IR works when it comes to the games and weeks. At the moment, they have not put him on the IR. They are going to make that decision pretty quickly because they'll want to make it before Monday Night Football, wanting that to count as one of the games since he is not playing in that game. It doesn't count as four weeks. I know some people out there thought maybe four games. Yeah, four some people thought it was gonna be the the bye week would count as I mean, that would be great. But at the same time, he would be eligible to return by the Chiefs game, which would hit around the six-week timetable. And that's what they're really putting out there right now. But we we don't know a thing. The big oh go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering, just while you were mentioning while that last part. While you mentioned the last part, I was wondering, do they play with fire a little bit and don't use the short-term IR because that is going to take you to the Chiefs game, right? And maybe they think we can get one extra game. If we don't put them on IR, we have to burn a roster spot, but is it worth it? I don't know. I mean, we could see. It's just because it is, it does feel like such a long time because of the bye week that you might not need that extra week. And what are you using the extra roster spot on? It's just things i'm thinking out loud about i expect them to use the uh short-term ir but because of the bye week i could see them maybe trying to go without it yeah and that was one of the things that you heard right away malik Wright was the first one that reported it that i saw and then the national media picked up on it and as soon as they did i'm like okay this is for real and i believe my guy malik and he put it out there and credit to him uh for finding that information and breaking the news there unfortunately i was i mean for i was actually hoping he was wrong to be completely honest i didn't want that news to be real uh but yeah malik is a good follow and and a good insider when it comes to the bengals news uh, you're right, though. The, one of the things you read is a possibility for IR, short-term IR. And I'm like, okay, well, why are you jumping ahead to that? You know, I mean, they've done it before where even when it was the injury for Drew Sample, it took them a while to make that move. We knew They knew he was done for the season, but they didn't make any moves or anything for a couple weeks into that. And I could see, again, we are going to find out really quickly, I feel like in the next 48 hours, what they decide to do. Um, kind of just waiting to see if maybe another specialist or the other people that Jamar Chase is talking to that he they decide, hey, we'll we'll use that extra bye week and maybe he doesn't end up playing in four of those games and you could have put him on there, or you don't you don't need the the roster spot and you keep Jamar Chase still there. You know, maybe he's with the team, maybe he travels with the team. Um, but I I agree with you. I don't think you need to automatically say, let's put them on IR, we're done. Unless you are hearing, you know, from a doctor saying he is not going to be on the field again for about another six weeks, then yeah, it's a no brainer. You make that move. But I do think that they do want to hear from as many people as possible before they do make that decision. Because again, it's it's one of those things we started to look out, look at after this Falcons game, a look ahead of the schedule. 
And I know a lot of people point to it. You, you look at Cleveland, you get the Carolina Panthers, you go to buy, you get the Steelers again, and then you have the Titans. And I hear a lot of people on social media saying, oh, this is a, if, if any time, this would be the perfect time to have this happen to you. If you had to have it happen. I think it's more of, you now look at all of these games week by week. You get through Monday, then you look ahead to the Carolina Panthers game. And then you get into the bye week and you just get there as healthy as you possibly can. And you pray to God that DJ Reader and Jamar Chase continue to heal uh, because I still feel like DJ Reader is going to come back after bye. I don't see him coming for the Carolina Panthers game. But again, anything is possible. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like these next 48 hours are really going to be telling on what the next four to six weeks really looks like for Cincinnati and Jamar Chase. Yeah, uh, Reader being ruled out so early isn't good for his chances next week. Just usually when you're ruled out, like at the, at the first press conference, that means, yeah, he's probably not going to be good for next week either. Next week, you'll probably get like, a, I don't think so, or like, we'll see. And then he's ruled out on like Thursday or something. We don't know. But yeah. he could even be ruled out early again next week, but then there's the bye week. So just think of Reader, I, I agree, probably the week after the bye. Um, and that was what uh, an avoidance of a landmine with that one because his knee just when somebody runs into it like that, you just think the worst mm -hmm. and to get out of that was just an MCL sprain. We didn't talk about it. I don't think we've talked about it since the injury, but it's just like oof, that feels so relieving to just like okay, it's not it's not a season under. See, he'll be back. Um, yeah, so I guess we could talk a tiny bit about what the offense might be like without yeah. Jamar Chase. Um, I would expect a little bit more mix and touches. I think that's one thing they'll lean a little bit more on. I don't think defenses will play them the same way. I, I, they get all this too high right now and cover two and put it playing quarter, quarter, half and always having the half to Jamar Chase. So he's facing cloud and these brackets and all these funky coverages. Um, I don't think they'll do that just because of T and Boyd but those are really good receivers. So I think the Bengals can still attack defenses through the air. I think they have a really good quarterback. Hurst, underrated part of that. I question the wide receiver three, and I think that's going to be a lot of the next segment, mm -hmm. <laughs> the, what the wide receiver three could be. Um, we, we can, <laughs> we'll get into that later. But, yeah, I just – I don't think they'll be as explosive. I think none of the guys they have right now are huge downfield threats t to me intermediate type guy boyd a little bit more shallow even though he does have some long touchdowns on the year uh long plays i still think of him more more as the underneath guy and then hurst he can stretch it a little bit but i still think he's more of an underneath guy and then they're just going to have to slowly methodically move the ball down the field. Can they get defenses to play more single high? Because I don't think that's just a Jamar chasing that they like throwing against that. I think that's a Joe Burrow thing too, and getting T one-on-one -on -one along the sideline. So I think they can get defenses into more of these single high coverages. They'll probably still do a lot of shotgun. Although I think that's the part I'm most curious about. Do they try to run different personnel groupings? Do they try to run more 12 personnel, even 21 personnel get, you know, P. Ryan Evans, whoever on the field at the same time, I threw that bone to the fans. You're welcome for the Evans content. Uh, but like, do they go 12 personnel with Asiasi and Mitchell Wilcox a little bit more, 13 personnel? That under center stuff wasn't working much this season, but I know they do happen to like it. So when you're down to Mike Thomas being on the field for 90% of snaps, or you can run some more 12 and 21. Do you get into that? And does that mean you get away from the shotgun spread stuff? I think that'll be the most telling thing on Monday. 
Yeah. And you mentioned it earlier in the podcast, it's really going to be one of those games where Zach Taylor is earning his paycheck um, over the next few weeks without a guy like Jamar Chase, but still have plenty of options on this offense. I think a lot of teams, um, you know, we've seen injury reports before with their wide receivers out, wide receiver one, wide receiver number two, and they still manage to stay in an NFL game and make it competitive. It can happen. I promise. It's yeah. not over. I Look think what Andy Reid's doing without Tyree Kill. Yeah, and I think a lot of teams, if if this was their problem with their offense, of course losing. I'm not. I mean, not underestimating this. Losing Jamar Chase hurts big time. Obviously, you don't want him to go down, and you want him to heal and get back out there as fast as possible. But I think a lot of teams would say, oh. We have T. Higgins, we have Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, maybe get the run game going. Little Chris Evans out there, got to mention his name, get the fans hyped <laughs> about him as a weapon. Not saying he's wide receiver because I know how you feel about that. St- Stanley Morgan at fullback, you know, our honorary fullback. So, yeah, as long as he's healthy, as long as he's healthy um, and can get him out there. And, and one time he was, but as long as he's good to go, um, yeah. You're you're good. I mean, there's there's still options with this offense. I mean, and then uh, just this week, do you think it's uh, a call up practice squad? They're not going to bring somebody and no. start them this week or anything. It's definitely going to be a practice squad call up. It's way too it's way too close to the end of the week. And as I mentioned, you get your light practice tomorrow, a little walkthrough on Saturday. You travel to Cleveland on Sunday. There's just no way that you're bringing in somebody right now. And you can have those discussions. The phone still works. Um, you, you can still call those NFL teams. Yeah, Duke, Duke can make calls, but he's Duke, he's you don't have to dial on the phone. You're good. I mean, you still have service. Zach's um, not sending PDF files of the playbook to different receivers. No, just that's yet. not happening. And may, and you know those and maybe they fly a guy in to, to try out, and you sign him next week, or you you know you do make the calls to other front offices and you make a trade. But we're gonna get to more of that next on this next segment because we can go on and on. And that's something I really want to say to fans that I'm really getting a lot of my mentions right now. Next on it's always game day in Cincinnati.